Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, what's up? And I hope you had an amazing week. It was such great weather around here. And in our neighborhood, we have the Cascanada uh, cross-country ski race happening this weekend. But today we're going to talk about some six tips to bust boredom while training indoors. So welcome to Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Dow and this is Coach's Corner or my coaching tips for the week. So before we get into the six tips that I have to help you bust the boredom while training indoors because maybe a lot of you it's February you're like okay I've had enough of uh, the recovery uh, time off and it's time to get back on the saddle and get myself ready for the spring. So I know a couple of people are kind of like feeling that way around here because either they've taken it off or they've been doing other things like cross-country skiing or downhill skiing or snowshoeing or whatever. And they're like, okay, they see all their friends getting fit and on the, the trainer so that they know that they're going to be uh, ready for the spring. And you're like, oh my God what am I going to do? And you're worried about the FOMO. And here's something I want to share with you. So my Dow training systems winter cycling skills program is still taking people. We only have about six weeks left. The, the um, price is prorated for the last six weeks, but here's the thing what it's who it's for is for anyone who has a trainer or spin bike at home and who is looking for a way to get in some scheduled and um, consistent training before April Uh, because you can still make a lot of gains and performance improvement between now and April if you get on your bike consistently. You don't have much time, so consistency is going to be your key. So that's where this program comes in because we've had 20 people. We did start in October, but the thing is that, like I said, if you have a spin bike that has, um, because some people are asking me, well, I just have a spin bike or maybe a Peloton or something you can still join. You don't have to have your bike on a smart trainer and have Swift, but what you do have to have is a bike or a trainer or a spin bike. You have to have your heart rate monitor because we work in zones. So you have to have some way of uh, tracking that. So heart rate monitor. um, And if your bike has cadence, it has to have at least cadence power output, which I think every spin bike has power um, cadence, um, uh, distance, all those things. So you can join. So go and check out 
www.cyclingskillspro.com. Go check it out. You can join today. You can start tomorrow. And um, what I'll do once you get signed up is that I will be reaching out to you to make sure you have a lot of things in line and ready and I'll give you a list of things that you need to do and places you need to be and all these things like to be it doesn't take very long but you know we have a Facebook group you have a zoom link and all these things and to make sure that you're um, ready and scheduled in to go so you can start today um, because our first our next training is on Tuesday then Thursday then Saturday morning so those are the consistent training uh, schedule that everybody jumps into and it will give you four hours of training. You'll get intervals, skills development, and group riding all every week. So if that interests you and you need a place to be accountable uh, with a group and uh, to stay focused, then this is the program for you. All right, so that's cyclingskillspro.com. Go check it out. All right, let's get into the six tips to bust the boredom while training. And uh, so serendipitous that we were talking about my six weeks or the last six weeks of the winter moving into the spring. If you don't join us, then maybe you're going to need these tips to keep yourself from getting or keep you getting on the bike and, and, um, you know, working through those boring times if you're not going to join a group like mine. All right. So number one, so we have six of these. Number one is your setup. Okay. So you have to think about things like, uh, your fan and don't skimp out on this. Uh, some people can just open the window or they're in a garage. So maybe it's a lot cooler and they have a fan in the ceiling, but having a fan on you, I never thought it would be that important because I've taught spinning for the last 20 years. I have never, ever had a fan on myself. I just didn't like the way it made me feel. Sometimes it, you know, it just gave me chills. But now that I'm training a lot more and I'm sitting on an uh, like a heated floor, I kind of need it now. So the fan for the heat distribution and airflow, uh, your computer position. Ugh. And the reason why I say this is to make sure that it's, you know, your position on your bike is you're always looking down past your, your, um, your wheel. And if your computer is a little bit up, then your neck is always going to be arched up and I have my setup something like that because I have a big TV behind it. So I find that if I don't put my bike a little bit further away, then my neck and shoulders get kind of um angry at me. So making sure your laptop position is not too far or your TV is too far up. It should be down so your eyesight is down. Then you make sure you have your snacks. You have some non-perishables. You can just leave them beside your bike, your earbuds. Clothing is important. So remember, everybody, no underwear underneath your bike shorts. I know I haven't talked about that very much, but I do have a podcast on that episode. So you can go and Google uh, underwear <laughs> in my podcast episodes and uh, check that one out and reasons why. Then you can buy, buy, I'm doing this, buying a dedicated computer to run my Swift. I have a laptop. I run it on it. I'm sure people run it on their iPad, but I can see my laptop breaking. 
um, because I just haul it around from my desk to my to my training area to my desk, and it's starting to get um, pretty beaten up. So, I've a friend of mine um, recommended going to Best Buy. They have refurbished gaming computers, and you can buy those for anywhere from one eighty nine to four hundred dollars. Um, and you can just dedicate that to your, your training and also keeps, um, you know, cause if you're using your laptop and other things, um, other programs might be running in the background and you're probably less likely. And you know what it's like when it, it dies in the middle of your training and you're like freaking out. So I suspect having a dedicated computer, you have nothing else on it. So it's always going to be giving you 100% of the bandwidth when you're running um, your Swift program. So that's a thing to think about. Now, number two is um, if you are just getting into it and you do have a bike and a trainer, it can be like a dumb trainer, like, um, well, maybe not a dumb trainer, but something. So how I ran my training for the first year is I did not have a smart trainer. I just had a regular trainer. I got power pedals and those power pedals will connect to Swift. However, it does not obviously apply the resistance. So you're actually working a lot harder, I found. But um, when you do, if you make the commitment to purchasing, because I see a lot of people purchasing these smart trainers and then they're like, "Ugh, I hate this. And then they end up selling it. Um, but if you ended up purchasing, you're going to want to maybe check out some of the training apps like Swift is one, Ruby is another one, Trader Road, uh, Wahoo, and Full Gas. Now, these are all uh, programs that you download on your computer. So number two is finding a favorite training app to keep yourself busy. Number three. So number two is training, uh, finding your training app. Number three is if you don't have an app, going old school, um, working out on a set of rollers, those can be so powerful. And I just did an episode of uh, talking about that. Um, so uh, uh, rollers, they uh, require a lot of focus right there. Um, what I do, even on my trainers, I download podcasts myself and audiobooks. So from Audible, um, people like to watch movies, listen to music. I'm not a big fan myself. Um, then, you know, um, you know, focusing on your form and out of the saddle and cadence speed. So like if you happen to be on a non, non power trainer, you have to think about these extra things that you're going to have to apply yourself to, um, to your uh, while you're training so form is super important cadence um, out of the saddle accelerations hill climbing things like that so number four off the bike so it's not always about on the bike when you're talking about busting boredom and adding to your training strength training is a huge addition for you so training off the bike strength training yoga cross training walking, hiking, skiing, snowshoeing, um, anything that's, and everything else is going to benefit, help benefit your training plan or winter training. Now, number five, 
get social. And this is where I was mentioning our winter training program. We have 20 people and everybody shows up regularly and everybody says really enjoys a program because it offers an accountability. You're showing up for your team. You're showing up for yourself. It's regularly scheduled. So it's easy to fit into your uh, uh, daily or weekly training, like re- weekly routine. So what we do is I ask everybody to put in on Sunday, like what their week is going to look like, you know, because weeks change, like you can't set and go, okay, I'm, I am going to do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, but if I'm going to get extra training in, so I've asked everybody who's been around for, uh, since, uh, October that we worked We fit in our four hours. Now we're moving into six. So how and where are you going to put your extra two hours? And that requires a little juggling, right? So, and does it make sense? Are you doing too much? Um, And um, so everybody submits kind of what their week's going to look like. And it's funny because like you can get, okay, this is what I'm going to do this week. And then at the end of the week, it's like, what did you actually get done? Like, did life throw you a curveball where one of the kids were sick or you had to, you had to go and pick them up and you were able to get your training in and and things like that. Um, So that's really important to make note of that. So jumping into a uh, social group, um, our social group, we meet on Zoom, we have Facebook chat rooms, so we're all kind of together and it's a good way because I can actually provide some train coaching um, while we're in there. I know some groups use Discord. Um, so, or just straight up signing up for a spin class and going attending and being accountable there. So my program is Dao Training Systems. We have, like I said, six weeks left. Go to cyclingskillspro.com and check it out. Uh, this The price will be prorated for the amount of weeks left. All right, number six and the last one, setting responsible goals and events. So it's like I was saying, setting your, your goals, it's so important to keep yourself, okay, why am I training? What am I training for? Like, it doesn't have to be a race. There are so many events out there now. So checking out the calendar. Um, then when you check out the calendar, how am I going to start training for this event? Um, periodic performance testing. So you can either do the SWIFT FTP or you can do your own MAP testing. So maximum aerobic power testing, you can pay for that. Um, You can do a three minute full out um, acceleration, which is another way of testing how fast and far you go for that three minutes. So that's another way you can do without using power. You just uh, measure your distance in three minutes and you do that a couple times over the series of your quarter you know January to March and you can see like how you're progressing um, and also here's some fun things I mean Swift has a lot of things going on they just finished in February a tour to Swift with eight stages Now, it didn't have to become a race because I'm not a big advocate for promoting these kinds of 
events because sometimes it really throws your training off. But if you can use it, and the nice thing about this particular one, because I did a couple stages, is that they offer different distances. Now, if you're going out for an hour ride and they're like, okay, there's a 12 kilometer distance, well, you can do it at your own pace for that amount of time. It's just time in the saddle. And uh, so also to make sure, you know, a little bonus, consistency and rest. Always put in your rest days, one to two maximum or minimum. And, um, you know, so you still have energy. You don't want to do too much that you're not prepared for so that you are burnt out by the spring. And uh, I see it all the time where people, you know, double up on their workouts because they missed one. So you don't want to be doing that. Um, they do too much thinking that that's better. Um, more is better. Uh, not getting enough rest, not eating well. All these things can really um, throw a wrench into your physical fitness and health. So be very careful. If you want um, some advice or, um, you know, want to, if you have a program and you want somebody to look at, I, you know, I will do that for you. Just reach out on um, our Instagram page or through YouTube and I'd be more than happy to take a look or uh, if you need a quick conversation to do that for you, because it's really, really important. It can make or break your season. So with that, have yourself an amazing day. I uh, want to say how much I am totally grateful for you guys as listeners. Please share this with somebody you know that needs a little um, incentive to, you know, break some boredom of training if you've oh my god if you've heard somebody say oh my god I'm so bored flip them this episode and um don't forget to follow us and put your notifications on youtube so you don't miss an episode take care everybody have an amazing day and i'll see you on the next episode bye thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast learning more about sighting people places and things that make cycling such an exciting sport I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly tell me what you'd like to hear more of it would really help me to bring more great inspiring cycling stories to you until then have an amazing day make sure you ride your bike and don't forget to visit my youtube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live